At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Beginning hour number two of the Green Zone right here on VSEN, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And, you know, I said this to you earlier in the program when it was 31 nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're a Bucks backer, you go, well, this game's over. Well, yeah, the game is over. But the game inside the game of, of the number is not. Yeah. And, again, I, I mentioned that awful beat for, uh, for Buccaneer backers way back when in Philadelphia when it was 28-7 in the fourth quarter and the Eagles get some late touchdowns, go for two and close as a six-point loser. Eagles just scored again, went for the two-crazy play, and somehow Jalen Hurts keeps it alive, mm-hmm. and uh, Demonta Smith somehow comes down with it, and they get the two, and now it's a 15-point game. Uh, the Bucks do recover the onside kick, but if you're a Bucks backer now, Wes, this game is, if you laid like I did, eight and a half early in the mm-hmm. week, this game is very much in the balance. Well, well, if you're an underbacker, it absolutely is in the balance. And by the way, this did get as low, I think, on Saturday as 45 and a half. So 45 and a half, no good. This is going to depend on your number. I got 46 and a half, not quite the best of it. Still good enough by a half a point right now. But basically, Philadelphia does have three timeouts. Right now, the spread at BetMGM was uh, plus 16 and a half, minus $2 on the Philadelphia side. So, look. You're hoping that the Eagles don't take timeouts and think they have a chance, even though this is theoretically only a two-score game. That's the problem, though, is that they will, right? If you're Nick Sirianni at some point, if you get it to third down, you're going to start taking timeouts because of that reason, because Mm -hmm. it's only a two-score game. But it looks like Scotty Miller... On an end round road, it now, a smart, a smart play by Scotty Absolutely. Miller to dive down does have the first down, but that clock keeps moving or forces Philadelphia to, to take, take their a timeout. First timeout. Now, have they taken that first timeout? I have not seen that indicated, but the clock has stopped here. For that some first timeout for the Eagles is okay. off the board. So, okay. again, just a wise football move by Scotty Miller here. So, mm-hmm. again, this is going to be very interesting. Two timeouts for the Eagles. They do have the two-minute warning. Yeah. So a lot of things Tampa still in the Bay balance. basically needs two first downs here to go ahead and put this to bed. I don't think that they're going to throw the ball here necessarily. No, or they're going to try to grind out first yeah, downs. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. But we'll see if it we'll see if it works. Because look, uh, 
Tampa Bay going to start to maybe get in field goal range here. And and they look, it's a two score game. It's like, Hey, we got to make it three scores. So, you know, wow. it's going to depend on your number here, but this under all of a sudden, uh, you know, looked like it was on cruise control first and 10 on the 35 Tampa Bay going to continue to run the football total, obviously taken off at bet MGM. And I think pretty much most of the uh, in-play wagering is done. So Tampa Bay, you can tell by the way that they're running. I mean, he the the ball carrier there just absolutely slowed up mm-hmm, at that the boundary. Being, I believe it was a uh, uh, Bernard. So now the second timeout, Tampa Bay will run it again. It'll be the third timeout, and then see if they can convert a first down. Then the Eagles can only stop it with a two minute warning. So Tampa Bay basically needs two first downs here. Correct. If it's a case of history repeating in that Thursday night game, the Buccaneers had a long drive to close it out. I think he used almost five minutes of off the clock mm-hmm. and then ended up taking knees inside the 10 for that six point backdoor cover for the Eagles to hit. If history repeats again, that's exactly what the Bucks are trying to do is run out the rest of this clock and mm-hmm. take knees at the end. And by the way, the total here is very much in middle territory. Like I said, this went up, up uh, down yes. to 45 and a half. So those that got in early, if I mean, you're right in the middle right now. If you went over late and then you went under early in the week, you're sitting pretty, but obviously one score is going to uh, destroy all that. So the middlers got a very good position right now is going to be third down three forty left to go. Mm. Eagles going to stop the clock. So Tampa Huge needs play. a first down here and then needs one more. All right. So third and four for the uh, Buccaneers. Let's see if Tom Brady and company can pick that up. Let's get back to the Cowboys and the Niners here. And you look at some of the passing props from the quarterbacks in this one in Jimmy G and super Dak Prescott. I call him super Dak when he plays well. Sometimes he can be just Dak Prescott. What do you call him when he doesn't play well? I'm just going to ask that. Just, just uh, as you would say, lowercase g for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Dak Prescott when he plays average. The hood's been good to me ever since I was a lowercase g. <laughs> I wonder this if is how be, we do it. So will he be an uppercase or lowercase g today? 254 and a half. How do you uh, assess Jimmy G and that bad thumb that does have to play into the handicap? Yeah, I did not bet this, but I would certainly lean under. I think the 49ers know how they can move the ball on the Dallas Cowboys, and now they can move the ball on the Dallas Cowboys is to run the football right at them. So I would be uh, more leaning to go to the under on the passing yards. By the way, we do have a first down in Tampa. Timeouts no longer a factor, but there still is the two-minute warning and stop the clock. So Tampa Bay basically needs one more first down before they can go ahead and take knees. Don't want to see a field goal, obviously, in this spot. It is first and 10 at the 23-yard line of Philadelphia. So there is one more room for a first down. I would fully expect that. You're hoping to not see Ryan suck up with the field goal unit come on, but three minutes and ticking right now for Tampa. Okay, so again, we'll keep abreast of that situation. I know a lot of people right now either hoping for points, but again, this should get close down to the two-minute warning. Going to be just short of it here on second down. So to your point, one more first down without a score, and it would end as is, as 31-15. But if they don't, Bruce Arians might be in that bizarre territory where he might have to kick a field goal, which would not be good for underbackers. That is for sure. Uh, we mentioned Jimmy G. What about Dak Prescott and his number? 291 and a half. The, the, the deficiency for that Niners defense is in the back four, although, as you mentioned, they are getting healthier. You've got to think that the Niners want a game plan to stop the run, mm-hmm. right, and force Dak Prescott to go through the air, which he would be capable of doing. What do you make of that number? 
Yeah, and and no surprise that it's inflated here when you have obviously big play receivers for Dallas with CeeDee Lamb, with Cooper, with Schultz. And I think the tight ends, by the way, on both sides are going to have big days today. Kittle on the San Francisco side and then Schultz on the Dallas side. I think you're going to see a lot of attacking over the middle. And look, you're going to see, I think, Dak, I I think they're going to mix it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not like they're going to abandon the running game when you've got one of the best one-two punches in the league with Tony Pollard and Zeke. I put Zeke number two because I think he kind of is the number two running back right now. Tony Pollard is really your home run hitter. Zeke is your guy that gets you a base hit and moves the runners over at this standpoint. But uh, 282 and a half, look, that is a very big number, but we know Dallas has some speed at the wide receiver position, and we know those get added when you get those pass interference penalties. So that's why you see kind of an inflated number here. Nothing for me on this one. I think that this is probably right kind of in that range. The, the passing TD props, it's one and a half for each. It's really, da- uh, for Dak, it's juice to the over here at minus 220. Yeah, I was going to say at one Whoa. and a half, I was like, yeah, you're going to be laying about $2 or two and a half bucks here on that one. Well, is there any way then that you could look and make a case for the under at plus 170? It, it, I, I don't know that I can make that case, and I, you can understand why it's juiced so heavily, but sometimes that juice will scare you away, which might be the intent here of that number. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, look, with props, though, it doesn't take much to move this because there's not as much money in the prop market than there obviously is in terms of sides and totals. Sure. And, you know, like when you see moves during the week, it doesn't take as much money to move a side or a total on a Tuesday or a Wednesday as it does on game day. And that's why we saw it with Philadelphia getting bet here in this early game where it went all the way down to seven. There's big money that bets this team on a Sunday. And on a Sunday, you're going to get higher limits on all this stuff than you're going to get during the week. So, you know, keep that in mind if you're kind of watching the screen or looking at these line moves. Interpret why the line move is there because it might have been, you know, uh, a certain sharp guy, or it sure. might have been, you know, you know, more money, especially on a Sunday when you not only have wise guys, but you got the general betting public betting, and the general betting public can move money, mm. and books can move those on air. But back to the props here, uh, yeah, you're going to be paying the heavy juice. So, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't bet the under, even with that plus money. That's not going to attract me. It would be over or pass on that Dak touchdown prop. I tend to agree with you there. You look at the receivers and the possibility for some big numbers, and again, that's why the over at 51.5 is the biggest one uh, on the board for the weekend here. You know, you look at Debo, and it's interesting because I think you made a good point here. They're going to try to run Debo. We know mm-hmm. that. But he's also their number one target uh, from the wide receiver uh, standpoint, 63 and a half, slightly juiced to the over at minus 118. What do you make of that number there? Yeah, and and no surprising uh, in terms of the receiving yards. I think uh, those are kind of be going to the under because I think people think Debo is going to run the ball a little bit more. But I would be more toward if you want to play that rushing over. I think that's already taxed in. I would look if you want to play that, maybe some better value on the receiving under because Debo's going to get five to seven touches probably in the backfield. So that's going to take something away in terms of what he is doing now. Uh, in the receiving game. By the way, a quick update here. Tampa Bay stopped short here. So this is it. we'll see if we get one of those vintage Tom Brady quarterback sneaks. It is fourth and one They're from the 14. They will take a timeout here. 116 or 115 rather left to go. It is fourth and one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 14. The game is long decided. I'm assuming they're not going to kick the field goal though here. Because... I, don't, I, I don't know why you would. Okay. Because cause... even if you get stopped, 
Philadelphia is going to have the ball on its own 14-yard line, and they got to get two touchdowns here and two two-point conversions. I don't think really with one sixteen left to go, you need to necessarily make it a three-score game. And I'm not just saying that no, because no. of I, the under stuff. Here. I, I, I totally understand that. I'm sure the other school of thought, maybe the older school of thought, would be make it a three-score game. Mm-hmm. But but kicking, and we we made this point, and certainly saw it online with the Chargers and the Raiders game. Remember. The only way the Raiders could lose that game was kicking a field goal. Now, they made the field goal to win and get the better matchup, but that would be the only way, really, that the Buccaneers could lose this is by kicking. So they're going to go for it, and it looks like they're going to be a little bit short. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. I mean, they didn't want to risk Tom Brady there. That's exactly why. They went read with Mahomes. Remember when Mahomes got oh, yeah. hurt in the playoffs last year doing that quarterback sneak? They could have snuck Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback sneaker ever in the history of the NFL, and they elected to do a pitch play. So now one eleven oh, left my. to go. Philadelphia going to take over on their own 14. It's, no timeouts, though, for the Eagles. It's unbelievable. Every time you think as a, somebody betting against the Eagles with the Buccaneers that it's over, it's never quite over. So that back door has been opened ajar for Eagle backers, certainly early in the week when it was eight and a half. Mm-hmm. If you were at seven, you're probably dead there. Okay, when we come back, Will Hill is going to join us. We love having Will on. We'll break down everything for the Cowboys and the Niners. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Back here in the Green Zone alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. Going to get to Will Hill in just a moment. But we do have our first Sunday final from Super Wild Card Weekend and the legend of Thomas Edward Patrick Michael David Brady the fourth, whatever those middle names mm-hmm. are. The legend grows another victory in the books for the GOAT. 
Yeah, 31 to 15, your final score. Tampa gets the cover. Game goes under the total, depending on your number. Ah. Uh, there was uh, some middlers, maybe some very shrewd middlers that went ahead and got this because 45 and a half it went down to yesterday. We saw money on the over this morning as the weather forecast maybe didn't look as bad right. as it did earlier in the week. It ends 46. If you got the early number anywhere from like, I think 48 and a half all the way down to 46 and a half. That's where I got it. So 31 to 15, that two point conversion turned out absolutely to be huge because it did provide the middle. Also might've got you at least a push, potentially a win. If you bet the Eagles second half, I saw it as high at circus sports as two, but in most of the market, it was one or maybe Eagles minus a half or a second half. So the number two seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host a playoff game next weekend. We don't know who it will be against though. And that's why I always think you're great advising people to get the best number and yeah it's just a point a half point Mm -hmm. those are huge everything matters absolutely so again depending on your number there uh, for the over under certainly depending on when you got it during the week I got it at a better number at 49 so that cash but again for that second half number depending if it was one and a half or two could have played dividends there uh, either way in that second half number but the bucks do cover and for the majority it stayed under at 31 to 15 that final score okay Let's go out right now for the first time today. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at not the Will Hill. But he is the Will Hill that joins us right now. And he will be our correspondent throughout the rest of this afternoon for the Cowboys and the Niners. Will, this is uh, obviously, you know me, I'm going to start sweating this one out here as a Cowboy backer laying the three. We haven't really seen that number move a whole lot. It did go up to three and a half, and then I think briefly uh, right back down to three here. What do you make of the number and the lack of movement throughout the week? Means they probably made a pretty good number. Uh, hopefully we get a good game here, man. I mean, with the circus act, that was the first game yesterday with Jerome Boger and company. And we've had two blowouts since. So, so hopefully we get a good game. I think we will. I, I think the uniforms, the teams, everything about this game is great. Uh, I think the number is pretty spot on. If you get the three and a half, I like San Francisco. To me, it's a toss up game. So I, I actually lean towards taking the points. I know earlier in the week, I kind of, you know, it's a good matchup for the Cowboys. The more I look at it, I do think that uh, both offenses will be able to operate pretty well. Uh, you know, Dallas can be vulnerable over the middle. They bite on some of these fakes. They're very aggressive. They gamble defensively. Uh, that might be a bad recipe against San Francisco. But the other side of the ball, San Francisco, you know, has a lot of holes in the secondary, especially against the deep pass. So uh, I think both teams will be able to operate their offense. I'm on the first half over. I'm on the full game over. Uh, you're seeing it start to tick up 51 and a half. So. Uh, sometimes the spread is just right, and I, I think the spread is just about right here. And here come the three and a halves. Uh-huh. Pretty much market wide. BetMGM now at three and a half. Uh, some others at three and a half. And 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 we've seen it all weekend. If it was just three, it was what I call a strong three on the favorite because mm-hmm. it was about minus a dollar twenty or so. You're having to pay big. But look, we said yesterday. I think BetMGM, I believe, had it at three and a half even money on Dallas. So. You know, that's where they were making you pay a little bit extra for that in terms in terms of that spread. Now, three a flat three and a half pretty much market wide wow. into Will's point, starting to see some money late on the over. 51 and a half at BetMGM, 51 and a half a couple other places, 51 in the market as well. So look, this game got put in this spot for a reason. The league, you know, when they do this schedule, they wanted hey. to, they felt that they were gonna get the good numbers here later in the afternoon in terms of the ratings. So there's always something to that if you want to maybe kind of use that for your handicap. And I want to ask both you and Wes, Will, this this question, because our director, Jeremy Wengel, he took an adjusted number on Buffalo because he was so uh, the belief that they were going to get the blowout 
to 10, and then he covers that to get the good value. To your point about the over here, you're going to see some adjusted numbers out there. Would this be the type of game that maybe you look at the, the alternate number and say, hey, if it's 56, 57, and I get a really good plus number, would you consider, and Will, I'll start with you, if you really have a conviction about a game there, would you consider taking that alternate number? I would. Uh, you know, I don't know that it makes my whole bet. I, I, you know, just have anxiety that I don't bet the over 51 and it lands on like 54 and, and I lose both. I would maybe sprinkle it, you know, bet whatever you're going to bet, three quarters of your bet on the over the original number, a number and, then, and then maybe sprinkle, you know, a quarter of your bet, tenth of your bet, uh, however you want to do it on the over. I, I do think this is like a 31-28 last team with the ball kind of game. So, uh, yeah, I'm not opposed to that idea. I just don't want to miss out on the win altogether. So I'm definitely getting down uh, on the standard total as much as I could. Well, I don't know if you have any props on this game, but we were kind of talking about it earlier in terms of how you think the game is going to play out. I know you're on the over and you do lean to the 49ers at three and hook as do I, I was maybe waiting for a live spot to see if I can get a little bit better, but in terms of props, who do you expect is, are going to have a big day really for these teams? Like I looked at both the tight ends for both of these teams. Those were the yeah. first two players that I saw George Kittle and Schultz in terms of an anytime touchdown or maybe over receiving yards. Kittle's the one. Yeah. I, I think Vander Esch, you can really expose him a little bit in coverage. Uh, I think Dallas can be soft over the middle. Like, again, they can bite on some of these fakes, some of this misdirection stuff with Shanahan. Uh, I think Dallas is susceptible too. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Kittle's a good one. You know, the Niners are tough to, to run on, so maybe the underpowered, maybe the under for Zeke. Figure Dallas will go with more of a pass-heavy script. That might be the way to go because uh, you can expose San Francisco in the secondary. They're not as easy to run on, so maybe the under for the running backs here uh, with Dallas. You know, it's interesting too, gentlemen, and I'm kind of referencing from what I saw in the Buccaneers game. This is what I expect to see from the Cowboys, especially, Will, if they get the ball first, and we'll find out who's going to win that coin toss here not too long. Uh, but I look for the Cowboys to go up-tempo. Tom Brady did it to the Eagles in that first half, and it really got the Eagle defense on their heels and didn't let them settle in. Do you anticipate that as I do from the Cowboys? I don't know that the Niners will try to do that. I think they'll try to limit possessions, but I think the Cowboys feel like they have the advantages offensively and will try to maximize possessions. Do you see it that way too? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, uh, especially with these pass rushers, you know, Bosa for the Niners and some of these guys. You get them, The best way to, to neutralize them is to get them you know, worn out uh, really wear him down, go up tempo. So yeah, you, you might be onto something. I, I agree too with your take on San Francisco. I do think, you know, try to stay away from negative plays, try to protect Garoppolo. The one thing about Garoppolo, you get pressure on him. He is not the same quarterback. You give him a clean pocket. Uh, he can pick you apart. So, uh, and, and again, you want to protect your secondary for San Francisco. So maybe you don't want to get into a track meet as much as you think you can move the ball. Maybe try to slow it down, use some of the play clock and slow it from that perspective. So I, I agree with you on both of them. Will, in terms of the 49ers running the football, obviously we have seen over the last several weeks, we've seen Debo Samuel get more touches, you know, mm. five to seven, five to eight touches per game, a widely bet prop at BetMGM, and I'm sure at other sports books across America, over 29 and a half rushing yards. I, you know, Will, I think that kind of gets baked into the cake now that we've kind of seen that when it becomes popular. So if you're looking to play somebody like Debo Samuel, would you be maybe looking at the under receiving yards instead of paying the tax price on the over rushing yards? I'm scared to play under on any of these big time players in the postseason. Here's why regular season. I, I look for unders just because you know what usage uh, you, you tend to pace these guys. You don't want to throw them the ball every down. You're trying to you play the long game. In the playoffs, it's a one-game season. You want your best players to have the hand on the ball. 
screw next week, screw the long season. I'm going to get Debo Samuel the ball as much as I can. He's my best player. So I would be more towards the over. If anything, it would keep me off of it just because I think, you know, your best players in the postseason, you don't worry about usage as much. You, you want to get the ball as much as you can. You don't worry about pacing them. And before we get started here with kickoff, we're just about 15 minutes away. Here's the scenarios here now with Tampa Bay's win over the Eagles 31-15 in the early game. If the Cowboys win, they're going to get that rematch from oh week boy. one on Thursday night, the season opener at Tampa Bay. And then the, the NFC West winner for Monday night will be going to Green Bay. If the 49ers pull the upset, it's going to be the 49ers going to Green Bay and then Tampa Bay hosting the Monday night winner tomorrow. All right, I'm officially nervous. All right, Will, we're going to let you go because uh, you're going to be with us for the rest of the afternoon here as uh, Jimmy G and company getting loose their kickoff as uh, Will, uh, or excuse me, as Wes alluded to, Will will be in about 15 minutes. So lock in. Hopefully you get the game of the day. And selfishly, I hope the boys with the stars in their helmet get a lot of slime thrown on them, Will, in this Nickelodeon game. <laughs> yeah, I got to go find Nickelodeon. I mean, once a year. It's like True TV with the NCAA tournament. Once a year, you got to find this channel. <laughs> I have no idea where you're going to find it, but I'm sure that Will will. So we'll be joined uh, yeah, by Will. And hopefully the we have a good game because uh, uh, Troy Aikman, I guess, because we did not have audio on that game. Troy Aikman was calling the Bucks game, was not happy that they were assigned there. He goes, I sure wish I was calling that game. I think he said it ad nauseum. Because oh so, my Twitter went nuts about Troy throwing the shade that Nance and Romo did this game. It's so funny because Cowboy backers don't like when Aikman does games. Right. And the, the, the anti Because they expect he, him to be a homer. He can't win. Yeah. He just, they, sometimes these guys just cannot yeah. win. Uh, so much more on that, obviously, as we get ready for kickoff down in Big D. Don't go anywhere. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN is a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from now from April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. Visit VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here on the Green Zone on VEASAN. It's a rather big deal when the Cowboys and Niners play in playoff football historically. About 10 minutes to kick off, Wes. I want to get your thoughts along with Will Hill, who's going to be our correspondent for this game, as we kind of project and get, first of all, your final thoughts. And we see now, as you mentioned, up to three and a half. So money, late money coming in on the Cowboys. Does that surprise you, Wes, that it took this long to get you know, it to three and a half? You know, not really, because I think, like I said earlier, casual bettors move lines yep. at, in mass. You know, they may not be betting big amounts, but when you get, you're just writing ticket after ticket on, on Dallas and whatnot. And Dallas is one of those teams like, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers and a couple others that have fans everywhere. So they're always kind of going to be a little bit of a public team. Now, I think I don't think this is like a pros versus Joes game. I think there's some uh, public on the 49ers, certainly, too. And both of these teams do come in in really good form. Seven and two straight up in ATS the last nine for the 49ers. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys five and one straight up in ATS. They stubbed their toe in that second to last game against Arizona at home. 
Look, Dallas has played, and David Gascon mentioned that earlier, San Francisco in the best division in football. When your worst team is Seattle, who is playing pretty darn good football at the end of the season, even though they were eliminated from the playoff chase. And meanwhile, Dallas feasted on the NFC lease this year, 6-0 and straight up, 6-0 and against the spread. Dallas in the playoffs since 1997. I know you're paying. I hate to bring up these numbers, Dave, because I'm just going to depress you. 3-10 and straight up ATS and ATS in the playoffs since 97. 1-6 is a fade. Favorite. 49ers, of course, were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Both of these teams, when you look at yards per play margin, very good. 49ers averaging uh, plus one yards per play. That doesn't seem significant, but it really is because we talk about that a lot because I think that's an indication more often than not how offenses are cooking. Dallas, a half a yard, yards per play, so that's one of the best in the league. 49ers have played a little bit of the tougher schedule. I am waiting for an in-game here, uh, and and I would like to maybe get a better price on the 49ers. Look, three and a half, that's as good as you're going to get. So if you're waiting for that three and a hook, now would be the time to go ahead and get it. This wasn't going to reach four. I think it was going to dance around that key number. But closing number looks like it is going to be three and a half, 51 and a half on the total at BetMGM. Did see some 52s show in the market as well. Well, you know, with that those bad that bad information you just gave me of our history in the playoffs, I thought it was just Jeremy Wengel and Jacob Roach, our director and producer, against me saying, what, what would happen, Dave, if the Niners just drub them like 27-3? You want to see a grown man cry? That's what you'll probably end up seeing if that happens. Uh, I do Don't believe we make have... a grown man cry. <laughs> We're rolling stones. I do believe we have Will Hill back. And what I want to do here, Wes, is it, it, I think it's always a fun exercise to do. As we get closer to formalizing the matchups for next week, of trying to gauge where we think those opening numbers might be. Let's go with the more likely scenario, as the Cowboys are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite here, that if they hold serve and they go back to Tampa in a rematch of week one, that number, if memory serves, but Cowboys were getting nine, nine nine-and-a-half. Will, let me start off with you. Ain't no way they're getting nine, nine nine-and-a-half if the Cowboys uh, beat the Niners, look impressive, and do so. Is it really dependent on, on how they look in this theoretical victory to determine what that number would be down there in Tampa? Well, if, if they win, they obviously looked pretty good. So uh, I don't think it'll be under a field goal. Maybe Tampa by three, three and a half. That would be my guess. And I'm surprised this is kicking off at three and a half. You know what I think it is? I think it's all the favorites covering. These books probably right. have all sorts of liabilities. Parlays, everyone, uh, you know, parlay these college kids. You know how we, we were when younger. You just parlay all the favorites. Those parlays are still alive. So maybe that's a little bit right now. And um, that's a great Tampa right around a field goal. Sorry, Will, I was going to say that was a great point by you because that's how I think betters bet a lot in the playoffs, and and I think it's kind of a mistake. Look, yesterday, both the favorites end up covering one barely in the Bengals and one in a big way with the Buffalo Bills, but... You know, betters kind of sometimes want to zigzag a little bit. You see that a lot in the bowl season, like when a conference is really taking a drubbing, whether it's the Big Ten or the SEC. Oh, this conference isn't good, and they don't cap by game to game. So you saw the favorites cover yesterday, so it's like, okay, maybe come back on the dog a little bit. And right. we saw the uh, Sirianni Syndicate and some other betters come in on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, uh, wrong numbers for them and wrong result as well. So this is kind of the what we thought was going to be the two-way action game. 
game. So there are public backers on the 49ers. There are public backers on the Cowboys, just like there are wise guys on Dallas and mm-hmm. wise guys on San Francisco. So these two teams are very evenly matched. And I think this got put in this late afternoon spot because it's probably the best matchup, what you saw on paper with two very high profile teams and a lot of history. Look, we're seeing the Man. video package right now. T.O. laying the ball on the star and George Teague didn't want any of that. So a lot of history, a lot of heat, a lot of smoke in this rivalry and a lot of uh, great games over the years with uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers, many of them called by the late, great John Madden. Absolutely. George Teague became a, he endeared himself to Cowboy fans forever by slamming T.O. George Teague doesn't have to buy a drink in the Metroplex for the rest of his life after that. Let's talk about the other scenario here. If San Francisco pulls the small upset down there in Big D today, Will, and they go to Green Bay. Next week, Green Bay's to get the week off. Aaron Rodgers more than likely going to be the two-time back-to-back MVP. What do you assume or project that number to be? So this is Green Bay and San Francisco, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, it won't be a touchdown. Probably right under the four-and-a-half seems like. I'll, I'll guess it's like five-and-a-half, six. I think San Francisco is better in the numbers than a lot of people think, and Green Bay's probably not as strong, as strong in the numbers mm-hmm. as people think. I'll say five-and-a-half, something like that. What, what would you guys guess? Yeah, I I think that's about right because kind of looking to see what it's going to be like, let's say it's going to be the, uh, the Rams. What were the Rams earlier in the season? I'm actually looking for that point spread log right now to see what they were, but green Bay did cover the game because I remember being on the Rams. That was a loser. Green Bay has kind of been my kryptonite this year because I do think to Will's point, I don't think that they're as good as their numbers are. Look, they're the rightful number one seed, but Uh, They've been living right against the number this year. So I do think that you're always going to get a tax on Green Bay, which makes you kind of tempted to take the underdog. Yeah, I understand that, gentlemen. I think you guys are right on. Probably be around that flat number of five that we've seen very often. And again, what what I would do in a scenario like that, we'll see how it plays out. If it was San Francisco, those are where those teasers come into play, whether you want to tease it up with San Francisco and get it over that key number of 10, get 11, uh, potentially if it's at that flat number of five. Or mm-hmm. if you're a Green Bay Packer, you can get, like here at Circuit Sportsbook, you can get five-point teasers and make it an yeah. Al Davis just win game, uh, just win type scenario in that, that game. So, Will, it is interesting the way that these matchups will play out. But getting back to what we're getting ready for kickoff here, I always wonder for first-half betters uh, – how how important is it to win the coin toss? And a lot of people do this pre-flop, not knowing who's going to win that coin toss. How do you gauge that, Will, when you don't know who's going to win the, the toss if you've already made that first half uh, action? We know now it's it, the Niners are getting the ball, so I just took them plus two and a half first half. Sometimes these books are a little slow to take it off the board, so the Niners are getting the ball first. If you get them plus two and a half, if it's still up, I would grab it. See, that's the point, yeah. right? you got to be right on this thing, so the yeah. Niners going to get the ball first. That's why it's better value with the extra possession for the Niners. And by the way, we were just talking about what that Green Bay, San Francisco, if they pull the upset, what that line would be. Green Bay was getting three at the 49ers uh, earlier this year, so uh, you would expect, you know, I think Will's probably right because you're getting an extra tax, four and a half, five or something like that. But nevertheless, Will pointing out that San Francisco does get the ball first. So, you know, to try to take two and a half, there are maybe some threes in the market. At BetMGM, it's two and a half minus $1.25. So you can get plus money if you want to take less than the hook. But obviously, shop around. There are some threes out there for the first half juice to the Niners side. Okay, so we'll look for that uh, first drive for the Niners here, Will. Uh, very quickly, if I could just get your thoughts on the NFC overall, again, as a whole, we understand, obviously, with the Packers being the number one seed, they're going to be the overwhelming favorite. 
Based on what you saw from Tampa Bay today, does that change your impressions going forward and what potential you're going to see from Dallas and San Francisco? No, I think everyone's pretty much live as opposed to the AFC side where, you know, the Raiders kind of a pretender, the Steelers aren't really a threat. I, I think, look, if you get a final four, I mean, first of all, if the NFL can get Brady and the Cowboys uh, next week, I mean, that is just a dream. And then the Packers and maybe whoever the Rams or the Cardinals, uh, it's pretty even. I, I wouldn't count anybody out. I wouldn't say anyone's, you know, a huge favorite. I guess Green Bay just because the rest in the home field. But look, all these teams are really good. I mean, you got Brady in the defense. You got a shot here with Tampa, obviously. Absolutely. So you're right. It just feels like the NFC is going to be wild uh, mm-hmm. going forward here with the powerhouse teams that they have. So uh, we'll check in with Will throughout the rest of the afternoon. He will be our correspondent officially for the Cowboys and Niners. But again, the Niners will get the ball first. Cowboys going on defense. Jimmy G in the offense getting ready to come out as the Cowboys will kick off here as we're going to take a, another quick break. But Wes, this is, it has that feeling of the game of the day. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the to the Chiefs and, and Steelers. And if right you're on. the Bucks, you are obviously uh, red and gold fans with the 49ers because you would get a home game oh. against the winner of tomorrow night's game on very short rest. So uh, they are hoping for a San Francisco 49ers win in Tampa. It is a whiteout down there in Dallas. They got those white towels going as the Cowboys get ready to kick off. Come on back. We're just getting it started. It's the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the pro football playoff. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make that first bet. Enjoy the playoffs like never before and earn MLife resort, uh, rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in a pro football playoff game. Visit Bet mgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire within seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer by the way not available in Mississippi and Nevada all right, back here alongside West Rounds. I am Dave Ross. This is the Green Zone here on Visa. And the first drive of the game going swimmingly 
for the 49ers as they are going to have a first and goal at about the four-yard line of the Cowboys. A little flanker screen there to Debo Samuel. Niners going right down the field with very little resistance. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, first and goal, by the way, for the uh, 49ers. Uh, a very nice drive, very efficient drive by Jimmy G and company, kind of taking what they give them, just a little bubble screen there to Zebo Samuel as it's going to be first and goal from the four. By the way, quick update at BetMGM. 49ers moved to one and a half point favorites. And just as I say that, that has disappeared. Wow. And on the Nickelodeon feed, they are clearly impressed by Jimmy Garoppolo. It said, Jay Garoppolo, he's all that. <laughs> so we're trying to get the youth of America involved as the, the Niners go right in. It looks like Eli Mitchell on a power toss sweep. They're in the end zone, 6 nothing. My goodness, as a Cowboy backer, that's not what you want to see as Elijah Mitchell uh, easily uh, gets the edge on Tank Lawrence. Dak Prescott warming up the right arm because they're going to be in a hole already. Six nothing. PAT pending. Yeah, a, a very very impressive drive. By the way, that was almost too easy. Seven plays, seventy five yards, just a little over four minutes, and the Forty Nineers strike first. Let's go back out to Will Hill and Will. I know you gobbled up that two and a half on the Niners once you realized that they had the ball first. My goodness, what an opening possession for Kyle Shanahan and his offense. Did they have the ball first? Did I miss anything? I mean, it's like the first pitch of the game gets hit for a home run. Sometimes you're still sitting in your seat. You say, what, what's going on here? Uh, 7 nothing. yeah, that's about as effortless as, he, as it gets. Uh mentioned just a few minutes ago, the misdirection, the motion, everything San Francisco does, it, it worries you as a Dallas fan if you've got Dallas because Dallas likes to gamble. That They're out of position sometimes. And, boy, that was pretty effortless if you're San Francisco. Not that this is a must score here for Dallas, but man, you, you don't want to punt the ball back, go three and out and, and be looking at a hole here. So uh, a pretty big early possession coming up here for Dallas. No question about it, Will, because again, uh, people, you know, ghosts of, of Cowboy playoff pass and, and West, you kind of laid those out before the game started here. The pressure does build, especially mm -hmm. at home when you, I know it's a small favorite, but you're still the favorite in this football game. So let's see how Dak and the offense responds because that was a punch in the nose by the Niners. Let's see if the Cowboys can punch. Ten back. yards of play, by the way, for the 49ers on that seven-play, 70-yard drive. So uh, updating at BetMGM with the points on the board. 49ers minus one and a half, minus thirty if you want to go on the money line. 55 and a half now your total, plus 105 on the money line for Dallas. All right, so Will, I know a lot of people might say, ooh, it's, it's time to hop back into the Cowboys. It's hard to do that in live betting when you haven't seen the Cowboys uh, with their first possession. But if you're a Niner backer and you got that in pocket, you got to feel really good with what you just saw, right? Yeah, no doubt. And maybe, you know, you jump on the over now again, 55 and a half. You're paying for it a little bit, but you, you figure, uh, look, you're going to have to match point for point. And, and playoffs are different. You know, I think the last game was a good example. Uh, that game is over. It's 31 nothing Tampa. Usually that game dies. It, it stays under. Uh, for a second half total for a live under these teams facing elimination in the playoffs, they keep fighting, they keep scoring, you know, they go for it on fourth down. So uh, maybe the over's worth a look here. Uh, wow. Five and a half. You know, I, I would still lean San Francisco on the money line, even with the seven point. Uh, now you're not getting the three and a half. Yeah. I would probably lean towards an over here if I had nothing in pocket. All right. So yeah. we'll check in with Will as the Cowboys get prepared to take the kickoff down seven, nothing in an early hole. They find themselves in. So it could be a stage of grief that I'm going to have to face in about three hours if this holds, West. It's early, though. Don't go all so, Tim Murray on no, us. Tim, Tim would be banging Tim. his head on the uh, desk here. But we do have to talk about stages of elimination, right? And certainly if you're a Cowboy backer, you're hoping it doesn't end today after this first drive. But let's talk about other teams and potential wagers that you could make for stages of elimination. And I want to start off with the Cardinals. And they're going to play, obviously, tomorrow night in L.A. 
So if you think that it's going to end and they're a three-and-a-half-point dog tomorrow night, minus 190, you can understand why. That makes mm-hmm. sense. It's basically a Rams money line play. Yes. Is essentially what that is. But if you think they can pull the upset, but then they're going to lose next week and potentially that game in Green Bay or Tampa, that'd be plus 240. If you think they can at least get the NFC title game for a team that was once 7-0, and 13-1. and And then what's so interesting about that is you can almost hedge to win or lose the Super Bowl. Same number, 18-1. to mm-hmm. Where might the stage of elimination come for the Cardinals? I think it could be in the divisional round because, look, the Cardinals did win in Los Angeles earlier this year against the Rams and won convincingly. But, by the way, take that in a little bit of context, too, because the Rams just beat TB12 and the defending Super Bowl champions in Week 3 started out 3-0. and So, man, that was kind of a dead spot for them, and the Cardinals absolutely took advantage of it. Rams got them on the payback in that Monday night football game down in Arizona. But that's kind of the book on Arizona. Yeah. Usually teams don't have, and, and it's never quite as simple, but they don't necessarily have the simple handicap, but it's almost like, okay, fade Arizona at home, especially when they're a favorite. Take them on the road as an underdog because look cliff kingsbury i think he's like four and 11 now as a home favorite but 13 three and two as a coach of the arizona cardinals as a road underdog so you've basically i think seen split opinions so far now most of the money is going to come in tomorrow on game day as it always does i know we were talking about that with mike peranio yesterday at mandalay bay so you know what i would look at here is you're seeing some early arizona support down to three and a half might you might get four back tomorrow. I think it's kind of gonna dance around that three and a half four. I don't think this is gonna go down to three or even any lower. But Cardinals, I just don't see them if if they win tomorrow, mm-hmm. which they absolutely can do based on the spread and based on the support they are getting currently in the market. I don't see them going to Tampa or Green Bay and winning. I'm kind of right there with you. So we'll see if that plays out. Right now, not playing out well for the Cowboys. They're gonna go three and out. Uh, first play incomplete. Second play loss. Yeah, of yardage big, by Zeke. big sack there by Nick Bosa. And then Nick Bosa running a stunt coming in the inside gets to Dak Prescott. I talked about nerves. And what happens is when you fall behind the eight ball like the Cowboys just did, and he beat Zach Martin on the inside. That's, he's yeah. probably going to go to the Hall of Fame one Zach day. Martin from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, by the way. Didn't know that. Uh, but again, this is an awful start for the Cowboys. They're going to punt the football back to the Niners, so we'll keep track of that as it progresses with about nine and a half minutes to go here in the first half stages of grief. I might be finding that with the Cowboys. What about the Rams? You know, one thing that we didn't uh, address though, by the way, before we get to that in terms of the Dallas pass rush, which we talked about, we never talked about the 49ers pass rush, by the way, they did have more sacks than the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, let's stay in that division and go with the other side of tomorrow's matchup. The Rams, they were my super bowl bet over the summer at 15 to one. I also have some money on the bills in the AFC. So bills Rams were my super bowl pick, but you know, the Rams, they could either run it all the way or they can get beat tomorrow. I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of in-between with these guys. We know Matthew Stafford been rough in terms of late in the season, mm-hmm. turning the ball over a little much. I'm not going to hold his playoff record against him oh. that much because he's 0-3 in the playoffs. He was a six seed every time with Detroit, and they were like a touchdown underdog, I believe, in all three of those games. So, you know, don't say, hey, he's been bad in the playoffs. Well, you don't really have much of a sample size there. But uh, I am going to, and I'm going to see if I want to do a little hedging with the Rams. I still like them to get to the conference championship wow. game. I do think that this is a team that can get hot when everybody's kind of against them. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, maybe conference championship. Look, I like them to go to the Super Bowl, but I've already got obviously a bet and money baked into the cake. So I'm not going to necessarily rebet that. But uh, Rams conference championship, because look, they have to go to Green Bay. By the way, in that Green Bay game, I know I was looking for that when we were discussing that with Will earlier on. The Rams were actually a favorite in Green Bay, actually closed the favorite. I think a lot of the wise guys were, were uh, on the Rams, and Green Bay was actually a point-and-a-half underdog, 136-28. You would expect if you get that matchup in an NFC playoff game that Green Bay probably, you know, four, four-and-a-half, I think that'd be about right. You know, it's interesting. When you look at the odds, and you don't see it for all the teams, but you just saw it with the last two with the Cardinals and the Rams, that the odds to win the Super Bowl and or lose the Super Bowl are the same. If you have a strong conviction about a team here uh, in the AFC or the NFC that you at least think can get there, mm-hmm. would that be a wise investment to make and say, hey, as long as I get there, I can't lose money? Right. I, you know, and I think you could you could certainly do that. I mean, 10 to 1 to lose in the Super Bowl. It's actually the same odds as it is to win the Super Bowl. Go. I got 15 to 1. So, uh, you know, obviously you'd have to bet that right now. It's going to get That's adjusted right. week in and week out over the next couple weeks. So, you know. If I'm that, if you're that confident, and you got Rams Super Bowl. You got a 15 to one and a 10 to one in your pocket. Not bad equity. All but right. they got to win two games first. Absolutely. Talk about some more uh, stages of elimination and/or grief for their fan bases when we come back. Plus, Niners getting the ball for the second time, up seven nothing with good field position. We'll go back to Will Hill with updates there. Come on back. It is Vison, the sports betting man. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts. 